That sounds, that sounds crazy. crazy. That does sound Dude, I jumped off the so cliff that Aragorn fell off of in the second movie. Oh my god. What? It's a two foot cliff. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Did you <laughs> land on some rocks? No, it's like, it's literally yeah, just a, a boulder in a hill. And so, like, on the other side of the boulder is just the hill. Wow. <laughs> I saw, I, for the first time last week, saw the footage of you jumping in the Shadow of Mordor video that you guys did. Jumping <laughs> yeah. into that, like, river? Yeah, the On a there. rock? How, why did you do that, Ren? Why would you? What were you thinking? <laughs> I mean, it like, wasn't that big of a deal, except the that. problem was that Carmichael was all worried about me, so he tried to insist on me not doing it by covering the rock in water. Oh, okay. Without telling me. Oh, oh my so God. So I didn't even know he did that, so I went and jumped, and I landed, oh. and my feet slipped out because it was fucking wet, and he was like, I was trying to get you to not do it. Carmichael, you're an idiot sometimes. You just made it unsafe. Yeah, you just made it super dangerous. I'm sorry. I was pissed. Did you get Dude. injured at all? No, I was totally fine, the but I got wet because I yeah. fell in the freaking creek. <laughs> it seemed like it was pretty, like, you, you remember that creek? I don't, well, I remember jumping in the creek for the fish for filming. Yeah, right. it was that same creek. Remember but, when, like, we got up to the front and, like, when you get, like, freaking mind sapped? I remember that little, like, ruin. Yeah, that was, that's the spot. Yeah. That's the spot. Mm. Yeah, and... There's a bit there where I, I jumped down and onto a rock, and it was like a it was like a pretty big drop. I don't remember it was you. Like, it was like a seven foot it. drop. It wasn't wow. super big, but wow. how was that fish? By the way, it was fake, fake fish. That sucks. Yeah, yeah. It would have been sick no, to actually like get the a fish. Was real? No, it wasn't. It was like a. Let me rephrase. Prop fish. The fish that you were fishing for in the water was a real fish. Oh really? It was one that we bought earlier that day from a fish market. Oh. <laughs> but in the final video, when you're at, we're all out in the field and you whip out the fish because you mm. thought it was your knife, that was a CG fish. Oh, that, we yeah, didn't yeah, know yeah. if that really? was an effect we were going to be doing or not. So in the moment, you actually pulled out a knife. Wait, didn't someone randomly do that? Kevin Cumberford did it. It looked great. Yeah, because like, I never knew it was CG. Yeah, because yeah, Kevin is an amazing CG artist. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> we were like, hey, can you do this shot? And he's like, yeah. And like a day later, we had two different shots. One wow, where wow. you whip it out, and the other one you're like, ah! <laughs> Kevin, Kevin works at Stress Level Zero working on... Uh, oh, nice. Boneworks. Boneworks, yeah, for those wow, of you guys dude, who don't I know. I can't wait for whatever they put out next with It'll that new be engine. some sort of a quest-based Boneworks physics type game. I'm very excited. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's so crazy how well they did on that. Like, it's... Boneworks? I've never heard of anyone that I know making millions off of something. Oh, good God. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Are we rolling, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, and welcome cool. to the Corridor cast, guys. Oh, this yeah. Is... Hey, intros. What's up? Yeah. My name is um, Ren. I'm Peter. My name's Clinton Jones. I'm uh, Matt. Hey, my Matt. My Matt. <laughs> I'm my Matt. Matt. I'm nervous. <laughs> so before we go <laughs> anywhere, so we're going to talk about Harry Potter rated R today. But first, Matt, we haven't had a chance to talk. Oh, Did you geez. go on a date yesterday? Oh, God. We're going <gasps> to talk about this? I just want to hear. I just want to. What happened? I, so I didn't go on Valentine's Day. I went on oh. on, uh, Saturday, on Saturday, which is yeah. honestly the classy day to go because yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. as busy. Yeah. yeah, and also, by the way, Valentine's Day Truth. first dates, that's like, I don't know. I don't you're know. setting, <laughs> you're you're setting expectations. Up, yeah, yeah, Especially you when it's like you got the baggage of like, oh yeah, by the way, there's a lot riding on this moment yeah. here between us. So uh. Also, that, that whole video was like played up a little bit because I don't, I'm not really like looking for a girlfriend sure, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. or a wife, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, it was a, just the casual thing with someone that I've, I was talking to for a while. And, okay. Yeah. So, nice. okay. It wasn't like a, it wasn't a big deal, but it was fun. She's, she's did you really have a good cool. time? So, yeah, I did have a good time. Did yeah. they know about the video? Again. Yes, yeah, because she saw she saw the Tinder profile. Oh, okay, like, yeah, yeah, the the updated pimped Tinder profile. <laughs> right. She's like, ooh, upgrades. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Do you have those biceps in real life? 
No, sorry. Sorry, I don't. Why don't you come find out? Yeah, oh, I do have the water bottles, go. though. <laughs> legit. I brought the water bottles. Legit. Yeah. Did you show her, like, hey, these are from yeah, the yeah, pictures? Yeah, and I just tried to flex as hard as I could. <laughs> You're like, hey, you want a drink? You want a drink? You just, like, burst through your shirt. Just like, yeah. rip! Yeah. The weirdest part of that, about that video, though, was the um, amount of comments and DMs I got saying that I should apply those pictures to Grinder. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, idea. if if you're interested, they're like, they're like, hey, maybe you should go to the other side of the fence on this one. It's like, wow. I okay. do find the find it quite amusing though. It's like you got like these guys making you Tinder profile who have never used Tinder. It's just yeah, like that, that's just such a like a meta aspect of the narrative. <laughs> before yeah. before we get into Harry Potter, because this uh, this podcast is going to be about the Harry Potter oh, rated yeah. RVFX we're talking we'll about. Get into it. I want to ask you guys. What's the most awkward worst date you've ever been on? Oh boy. Oh. Mm. I wasn't an awkward date, but it was an awkward moment. When I was walking my dog one time a few years ago. Uh I don't know. I think I've told you this story. So I'm walking my dog and these two uh fairly attractive women are walking the other direction from me. And they come walking by and uh, you know, like I'm not afraid of like making eye contact with strangers. I, I look at them, I smile, and as we're like pretty much between like you and me distance mm-hmm. uh, I'll, I'll take my mask off to demonstrate what happened I hiccuped <laughs> I just had I had a random hiccup but it happened as I was trying to breathe in <laughs> oh my god and Christian knows the story I've told him the story so I'm walking along and I just I'm smiling at them as I'm making eye contact eye contact I go ah! <laughs> and I just like I was like and I just kept walking. I was like, don't look back. Don't look back. I was just like, I made eye contact. I was like. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny, dude. I can imagine, like, how embarrassing that would be. Like, in the grand scheme of things, not that uh, bad, but that's still, like, really that, like, embarrassing. Day? No, but I, I, it was the only, I didn't, I paused my audiobook because I couldn't focus on it. And I was just replaying that moment for the entire, like, 15-minute walk around the block. Um. And as soon as I was back in the apartment, I told Jenna all about it. I was just like, I can't believe this just happened. I can't what believe if, that just happened. What if, that's like, amazing. five seconds go by and you're just like, and you're like, you're both walking your opposite direction. And you just hear, like, <laughs> and you look back and they're just like, what's going it's on? true love. Peter. Yeah, that's pretty embarrassing. Uh, man, I don't think I have any weird date stories. They've all been either normal or like super good or boring. Oh, yeah. okay, super okay. freaking hype, dude. Yeah. No. Usually it's, I mean, you usually try not to set yourself up for bad dates. Right. Because it's like, you can kind of feel people out. Like, say you meet them in person and like you kind of yeah. already know that you have a vibe. No, I've had or dates like, where it's like there just isn't a spark or anything. And yeah. it's not like uh, nothing's going to happen here. But yeah, uh, yeah. nothing like horrible. Here's hoping. <laughs> Peter, yeah, how old were you in 2010? I was 12 years old. That was when I started dating Jenna. Oh, <laughs> wow. Well. Uh, 12 years old in 2010? Let's mm-hmm. see. What? Yeah, I was, I was 21. <laughs> Goodness. Oh, my God. How old are you right now? No, uh, Peter, how old are you right now? Well, I mean, uh, just add, like, 23, 10, I think. 11. Really? 23. I think. How do you, yeah. Matt? That means... You well, think? I'm 26, I think so it gets a little hazy I, in the... I would be 20s, a sophomore though. in high school in 2010. Isn't Dean the youngest out of everyone? No, I'm the youngest. You are? Dean's a year older than Yeah, it's Peter. Mm-hmm. Dean's 24. Dang, dude. I'm a little baby. Right? Your skills are, like, maxed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, you Dude, you peaked early, man. Yeah. yeah you you <laughs> only have down, 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 down,
Thanks, man. Yeah. yeah. You're, 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 I've never seen you so high before. <laughs> uh, skills. Skill skills. Wise. Yeah, skill high. You know. Yeah. When did you start uh, working in 3D programs? Oh, when I was like 13 or something. Yeah, it was, I was just, I'm just a super introverted person. Mm. Mm. And so my idea of a good time is like hunkering down by myself as a hermit. Dude, me and too. And just like working on stuff. And so that's just yeah. what I did the whole time growing up. How'd you get extroverted? Extroverted? Yeah. Well, or at least the, the facade of an extrovert. Well, the it's facade. the fake it till you make it thing. Like I definitely have a lot of social anxiety, but you know, over the years you learn how to make it look like you don't. Okay. You know, I, think um, I have a whole theory on on uh, introverted versus extroverted. I don't really? think one or the other actually exists. I think everyone is able to socialize to yeah. different degrees of like skill oh. uh, in counting. general, but everyone has a social battery that is a different capacity oh. for every person. Because, you know, people say that I'm extroverted, but I think I'm introverted. So mm. why mm. is that the case? I think what it comes down to is like, you know, I have a good time hanging out with people, but eventually my battery gets low enough that I'm like, I, I'm done. I don't <laughs> want to see any more people. And everyone feels that way. Yeah, yeah. totally. That makes sense. But then yeah. you have some people who like recharge by hanging out with other people. So it's not like this is a really robust theory. I'm just saying. It's yeah. like, I feel like that's uh, more uncommon than not is the people who like recharge with other people. I, I hear very few people who are like that. But yeah, like, like sure. uh, when I was in college, a lot of my friends were theater students and they are some of the most introverted people around. And yet they are also some of the most social people around. Like they have very good social skills and they can like hang out in a crowd, throw a really fun party, but they all self-identify as introverted. Interesting. So yeah, I think it's I, all I just guess... a matter of like how much social interaction do you want before you're like, I'm I'm ready to be alone and do whatever I like doing alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'm an extroverted person, but like I also at the same time I would I want to live alone. Like I don't want to have roommates. <laughs> I want to have Dude, like alone time. Like my own space, you know? Yeah. So like and when I go home, I don't want to like you know, I don't always want to go out and stuff. So, like, yeah, I think that's it's a spectrum. Totally. You know? I just think it's like the right roommates, though, too, because I really like just quiet and silence. Mm-hmm. I get enough noise every day, and it's just life is just freaking like nonstop yeah. noise. Yeah. And uh, it's nice to go home and definitely have like just silence. You know, yeah, like when's sure. the last time it's been silent for thirty minutes in a row? Definitely not today. Yeah, or like even on your drive home, it's like usually like I have music on, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I should probably just drive home in silence, but I it's hard find... to. I do that sometimes. Sometimes it's just like I like to live in my head when I drive, and so like, yeah. Sometimes find... I'll get home and I'm like, I didn't even, I didn't even remember to put anything on. It's like, wow. Was, it's yeah. like we get so really much stimulus, head. stimuli over the course of the day. It's like I find myself always like, I'm alone with my thoughts for ten seconds, and I'm like, all right, time to put on a podcast or something. It's like. I find myself having to carve out time to just think, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like like purposely not putting anything on yeah. on the ride home. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's nice to have that time, a quiet place time. Meditation. Yo, Clint, you asked the question. Oh, oh yeah. Awkward we didn't forget about you, buddy. Date. What has been your most awkward date? Um. Oh my God. I mean, dude, I have I have stories, but but. They're oh. too long. Yeah. Like, hey, we got, I know a story that you told us. I told you in the in jacuzzi. Texas. Yeah, and Christian too. Is, I there, think. is there a consolidated version of that story? Not really. Okay. You got to hype it up. Tell, yeah, tell, tell me like the, the, like the comeback later synopsis. Well, like how it started, how it's going version of that. Uh, I mean, I know how it's going. Okay, so not. like I, I was really awkward around women and like... Um, especially if they're attractive, very mm-hmm. awkward, like very awkward. And I don't really know, like, like there's like a game going on, you know, or at least they probably think there's a game, but maybe there's a game. Am I like, it's, it's confusing. It's mind games. And like, um, basically Eli was trying to hook me up with somebody 
uh, some anyone, Eli. anyone, Eli at at PAX in uh, Seattle, and like, oh, I kept telling him, no, no, I just want to enjoy myself and like not have to be all stressed out every night and every day. And um, it was like five days, you know, the whole time, and like he eventually. You know, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should. You know what? Maybe I should. Like, just approve to myself, you know? Like, and I find someone and like, we start talking and then Eli just like, he's like, dude, go for it. Like, put put your hand on her back. Put your hand on her back. I'm like, Eli, get out of here. Stop it. And he's like, he's just like egging me on, like constantly, constantly egging oh, me on. That's, that's awful. <sighs> it was horrible, dude. Like, I, I, I can see how that, cause it's like, especially if you feel like she could hear him. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, 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 yeah. And then, then there's a lot of pressure. And even know? if she can't, yeah, just the fact that you're having to worry. Did she hear him say, "Put my hand on his on her back"? And now if I do it, she's gonna be like, "You just listen to him." And then mm-hmm. now just like the circle <laughs> continues. It was bad. It was bad. It was a lot of pressure. And then, but it ended. <laughs> it goes so far, dude. It goes so far. Wait, Basically, it, it ended oh up god. where I drove her back to L.A. and like hung out for a week. And then, like, then she started telling me like. God spoke to me. I need to be here with you. Like I need to be here. And, and then I was like, I bought her a plane ticket to fly back home. And then she was like, I'm not getting on this plane. What? I God spoke to me, and I'm like, you better get on that plane. Like you're gonna be homeless in L.A. And that, that was like the day we went to go play airsoft together at Hollywood Sports Park. And I was like, so happy to just be with my friends because like, I was I was just consumed by her for like a week and a half straight. Oh my oh, god. Goodness. Yeah. You know how long the it's a 17 hour drive. I know. <laughs> yeah. I've I've done the drive many times. It is a very long drive. That sounds so stressful. Dude, it was the worst. It was the worst week of my life. Wait, okay, so were you like already like I'm not into this girl by the time you were driving down it or like was, when it, did it hit you? Before I even said <laughs> yes. Oh man. Yeah, it was so bad. It was so you bad. Just, you just couldn't say no. I could I could I was too nice. I was too, too like, nice. Oh, she yeah. was crying in my passenger seat, just like crying, dude. Yeah. Oh no. And so she, didn't she like stalk you for a while too? She came back to my house. She's oh, like, no, dropping dude. off all these gifts. Did she fly so she you she got on the airplane yeah. that the ticket that you bought for her, she flew to Hawaii, then she flew back. Hawaii, where'd you get Hawaii from? <laughs> Where is that? Yeah, you, know, <laughs> they, you drove to from Hawaii to LA. No, no, no. She she flew back home. She yeah, flew back thought, home across the US. Maybe I misheard you. I thought like you said you got her a plane ticket. To her home it, in Hawaii. It was like it was like the same distance, but Man, just the did other I way. Did I completely mishear that? Dang, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. But like, yeah, and then she kept like sending me all these gifts oh, and stuff, no. and painting me all these paintings, and like, oh my god, saying dude. all our lives are meant to be, and like, I, I like started tweeting like, I'm your oh my boyfriend, you know, <laughs> oh, no. said this and that, and I'm just like, what? And then someone hit me up on Twitter and was like, Yo, you're this girl saying that she's your girlfriend, to, like owes me money for a new car, like she crashed my car or something like that, and like, dude, it was bad. Oh my god! Was bad. Dude. Like that's not even that's the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, oh seriously. My god. Wow, that's I'm like sorry that's like the that. worst case scenario. Oh, it's it was so bad. And then, dude, and then we found out <laughs> that she started doing this. She did this to someone else when I was working at Rocket Jump at the time. Like, oh, no. we were working with uh, um, the the Nerdist, the company, the Nerdist, yeah. Was, yeah. like right over, and like this guy was like, oh, "Dude, she got you too, huh?" What? <gasps> and I was like, what do you oh, mean? Man. What do you mean? mean me too? Like, Dude, <laughs> she did the same thing to me. And he was like shell-shocked and all just I was like, what? What the <laughs> heck, dude? It was crazy. It was crazy. It was like oh a crazy God. um crazy week, man. She wow. just like followed me everywhere. <sighs> God. That sounds super stressful. That's so so Harry Potter rated R, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Dang, man, that's I mean 
how long ago was that? Was that like five years ago? That was six? no, no, no. It was more than that. It was like seven. Okay, that was like PAX twenty something. Jimmy was there. D was there. Eli was there. <laughs> Everyone was there. My God, it was a good time. That may have been the same PAX where uh, D met my cousin. Maybe me and me, D and Jimmy went to PAX for like four years in a row together. What so, is PAX? Is that like a music festival or something? Penny Arcade Expo. It's a it's a gaming convention made by gamers for gamers. That sounds awesome. It's the best. Wow. Yeah, it's the best. PAX Prime in Seattle. So it's like E three but not shitty. Yeah, it's like E three but smaller and cooler and like more accessible and more fun and less corporate and just like that sounds great. It's sick, dude. Yeah, nice. and it's in it's in uh, downtown Seattle, so it's like that's cool. You got uh, Pike Street right there, and it's just amazing. Sounds wonderful. Dude, I out of the blue one day when you guys were at PAX, like, I get a text from, uh, from D, uh-huh. and it's this image with him and my cousin. <laughs> and I'm just like, huh? I don't know if he got this, but, like, it, it, it was so out of the blue, because they, they were apparently just randomly hanging out and started talking about, like, oh, yeah, like, D's saying, like, oh, yeah, I live down in L.A., and Arthur is his name. He's like, oh, yeah, my cousin moved to L.A., uh, he does like like YouTube stuff too. And he's like, oh yeah, what's his name? His name's Ren. And Dee's just like, you're kidding me. This is at the time <laughs> when Dee and I sat next to each other up in Studio Three. Oh yeah, my like because uh, you sat there for a while too against the wall next to the stairwell. Yeah. It's like because he was editing Node and I was doing behind the scenes for the San Nico channel, and we literally sat next to each other. That's insane, <laughs> dude. Oh, that small world stuff, like small world stories, are so crazy. Yeah, wild. So that's yeah. that's my biggest takeaway from PAX, having never been. Nice. <laughs> I should go someday. I'm I'm looking forward to reintegrating into society someday. Oh, it's gonna Me be so too. nice. I want to go to NAB. I want to go to concerts. NAB, I oh, think, is concerts? probably going to be our big thing for the company. At least is uh yeah. I mean, I I have a feeling once like there's enough of a rollout for vaccines where people can reliably and trustedly say like, all right, I'm vaccinated. No one will get you know. I think there are going to be so many parties. Yeah. Everyone's gonna. It's gonna be known in history as like the year when everyone went batshit crazy. Yeah, and everyone yeah. just ready gets for wild. It. I'm <laughs> honestly ready that. for it too. I'm ready for all the parties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that we and, gotta we gotta get to that point. That's dude, the only you thing. You said first. At concerts, man. Like I want to go to concerts mm-hmm. so bad. Christian, like, yep. Dying, dying to go. Yeah, absolutely. And Weezball, I want to go to Weezball so yes. bad. Yes, <laughs> I bathed I mean, in a year. Okay. I won't. <laughs> you just waited. You're just like yeah. caked in a layer of the entire year. <laughs> The 2020 cake like candle wax. Yeah, <laughs> I have a I have a story. Oh, all right, let's hear it. <laughs> um, now she's okay with me telling the story. Okay, so she's cool. She's cool. But right. This was a first date. Okay, and we I took her to the, like this this wine place, right? Um, and she had mentioned kind of kind of briefly that she didn't really drink too much, but she likes to drink a glass of wine or whatever, right? Sure. But so we were sitting down and talking, and she seemed kind of nervous. Um, like the whole time she seemed just a little bit nervous to just go on a date in general. <laughs> um, and, and so we had a bottle of wine. I had like a glass and a half maybe. And I didn't realize it, but she had kind of like finished the bottle oh by the goodness. time oh. we were finished the date. Yeah. But she didn't like, she wasn't like acting super drunk. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so that uh, by the end of the night, I'm like. We let's go to In and Out, you know. We'll just have like a little In and Out thing, and then and then we'll it's I'll, so good. I'll, I'll take you back or whatever, right? Um, and so so we drive over to In and Out, um, and as soon as we pull in, she's in my passenger seat, and she just leans over and vomits oh, all no. over the interior of my car. Oh man! <laughs> and I'm just like sitting there, like I don't know what to do. I was just like shell shocked for a second. How old were you? Uh, this was like three years ago. Okay. Yeah, Damn. and. 
And I'm just like, uh... Like on you or just... No, just just like, like just... on the ground. Oh, God. <laughs> just vomits oh, all over no. the place. And I'm like, oh, no! And I was trying to be super nice about it. And just like, <laughs> uh, um, I think... Should we? Is this? And she's just that, like uh, really oh. embarrassed and just like I, I, I'm gonna, I have to go back. Home. Oh man, that's so. You just, you and just continue ordering Uber. in and out, and yeah, yeah it's yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of ruined please. the idea of in and out for me. Oh, Dude, dipping sauces. So I just like called her. Mostly I called out. her an Uber. And yeah, like, that's probably the best Chris way to like, go. Ugh. And just like it was late, so I was like, I couldn't even get my car detailed. So I had to just like oh, drive man. back. Oh man! And, and you didn't get paper towels. Clean it in the morning. In the morning? I mean, yeah, I did the paper towel thing, but like, dude, that was that's about like from zero to sixty as bad as it can get in one night. That's oh. rough. Yeah. Did you see her again after that? Uh, no, <laughs> no. Aww. <laughs> it kind of, it kind of. We both sort of mutually were like, okay, soured maybe, the mood. Maybe this wasn't wasn't for us. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's a low point for us in the podcast. Guys, it's your boy Brandy O'Daniel here back for another episode with today's sponsor, Brilliant.org. Now, if you guys don't know, Brilliant is an app and website where you learn fundamental concepts of math, science, and computer science, and all the laws that shape our world. You learn interactively. You don't just take formulas and then write them down and then apply them and then not really understand why you're applying them like you probably did in school all the time. I know I did it. That's how I got through a lot of courses. The problem is I never remembered any of it. And so with Brilliant, you can actually have fun learning through the little scenarios and interactive experiences that they give you on the site. Now, one of my favorite courses is probability fundamentals. Now, obviously, uh, I took economics in college. That was great. I took econometrics in college. That was, well, that course was pretty rough. But the point is, with probability fundamentals, I did not feel like how I felt in econometrics. So if you guys are interested, head on over to brilliant.org slash cast, and you can get 20% off a premium membership if you're one of the first 200 people to sign up using that URL. Um, and also, you can sign up and get started for free. Let's get back to the podcast. I think it's time to talk about Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> How long has it been in this podcast so far? We still haven't talked about yeah. the headlining story. <laughs> no, okay, people, so, people so Matt, you started off. We actually had this idea to do Harry Potter Radar weeks ago. Yeah. And so it was your responsibility to comb through every single frame of <sighs> every movie to find every potential yeah. scene. I, mean, I don't know. Did you actually look through all the movies? I did. Yeah, I, I, I did a deep dive. Not as deep as Clint, because he watched all the movies. For VFX Artists React. For VFX Artists yeah. React. But, yeah, like, so I didn't watch all the movies. I've seen all the movies yeah. at one point. But, but you yeah. scrubbed. I scrubbed. I got, like, a good sense of... <laughs> because kind of... Uh, you, ha- you have some good scenes that are, like, made rated R just because of the editing. Like, cutting yeah. to the right... Uh, reaction, the right yeah, context yeah. being cut away or something. It's always the best. Yeah, yeah. Mad Eyed Moody has a scene where he's <laughs> where all of, he basically turns everyone into Harry Potter and then makes them disrobe. Like, <laughs> he has a line where he says, "You're underage, Harry." Oh my! <laughs> and then makes them disrobe. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, that's a crazy scene, just on its own. It is. Yeah. yeah. And if you tweak the the lines a little bit and cut it different, it makes it super weird. Um, absolutely dude yeah that, <laughs> it makes absolutely. it really creepy but like your um your after effects skills are really nice dude oh, um, thanks, man. like Thank you. what's the kid in with the camera in uh in, <laughs> in two in the chamber colin of secrets creevy. oh colin, colin creevy. creevy yeah i had to look up what his name was because i How didn't do you know that 
I know a lot about Harry Potter. I don't know how you know that. I had to look what it up in the background? Harry Potter lore. I can't believe you knew that. Wow. But you took his head off. I, I took his head clean yeah. off because there's a scene in the yeah the second movie in the in the Quidditch match, uh, where Harry and uh, and Malfoy are like chasing the snitch, and you know they go through the map and everything right, and they fly past this little camera boy, and the bludger ball that's that's chasing them, flies directly over him. And he narrowly avoids it. And like so basically, I just, I just like froze him, his body, so that he doesn't duck, and then gets his head just clean taken off. It's beautiful. I've seen it. It's, it's gorgeous. <laughs> it's so killing it with these after effects shots. It's so much fun, man. I love doing it. I yeah. love doing that stuff. But you like go to the next level where you're like, you know, uh, isolating their robes and then animating their robes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be all like blown in the wind, and, and it's stuff. like all that stuff is like super simple two D comps. It's just like you you think about how robes are supposed to behave and how cloth is supposed to move, mm-hmm. and you just isolate the robe cloth and and uh, those layers and puppet tool them and just do a puppet little wiggle. Great, dude. Yeah, just just wiggle certain points. Um, yeah, with the wiggle expression, and really? dude, it's like <laughs> it really sells it. It That's does. Awesome. It yeah, works really it can, well. It can really sell that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like for the shot where, you, where you, you're just like, oh yeah, I just I just froze him before he ducked, and it's like that simple phrase, like we get it, we understand oh, sure. what you mean, but it's like what you did, I assume, because it's a, it's a tracking shot, right? Yeah. So you had to like two D track it and take a freeze frame of that whole bit of him. Or I, I, did you do a frame just around him, or like a big soft frame around it? Mask no, around no, him? I did a just an uh, uh, you know a roto on him on okay. his on his silhouette. You painted right? him out, but then you'd have yeah, to paint I, him out. Yeah, and then I painted him out. Yeah, I had to paint out yeah the background layer, and then I animated his body so that it had some movement to That's it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, and then so the blood goes through, and you, then you cut back to the shot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. As yeah, he yeah. falls down. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, there's a whole okay. yearbook scene, which I don't want to uh, elaborate <laughs> yeah, I on. I want you to see it in the one. video. Because technically this is going to come out before Harry Potter rated R. Yeah. But most people watching this will probably come to this after they see that video. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they already, you already know what's up. Yeah. Yeah, but there's a shot that it cuts back to where it's his <laughs> decapitated body, you know, just <laughs> as he falls down. And if you, and if you 2D animate a, a still image, you have to give it movement back, right? You can't just freaking make it fall. Uh, without like bending the body and making mm. it do things that you know a body in articulation would would do. So you're, you're simulating ragdoll, but in two D. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and yeah. manually, you're not even simulating. You're sure, like, I'm just mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just you're manually animating with the puppet tool diving uh, so deep that it to those keyframes. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, do you uh, adjust the curves and stuff like that? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yes. Dude, curves uh, curves adjustments level. are where it's at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like if you can master like. How curves work, yeah. With animation. And the graph it's editor, like, you can yeah. make anything, dude. The graph editor is so crucial for animation. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. very important. Dude, talking about manual keyframes, I was looking over on Peter's computer, <laughs> and I saw like Harry being lifted into the air, <laughs> and like start shaking, and then his bones started snapping and folding in, and like then he turned in, <laughs> turned into a ball. <laughs> <laughs> like that well, was incredible. Thanks. Yeah, I mean it's only like half keyframed because my favorite thing about Blender and I'm sure Cinema can do this too is that you can add like procedural noise for movement. So you can just like on the these axes of the elbow like tell it to move this much per frame or whatever and it yeah. just wiggles it like the wiggle expression in After Effects. Sick. And so you can do like animations for people where they're kind of moving like this and you get a little bit of swaying and stuff so it feels natural. But it's 100% procedural. And then you just animate on top of that. You okay. know, so we, we got all like the snaps and bends and breaks. But then all the shaking is just like that's underneath it. 
Super nice and convenient. It looks really good. Thanks. And really brutal. Um, yeah, I guess do you want to talk about yeah. what you're doing? I mean, I don't even know how this came about. I just... Because we were going to do Harry Potter rated R, and it's like, you know, the first <laughs> thing you think of is like, somebody shoots somebody with a wand, and they explode with blood. And it's like, that's awesome, but... After so many, that just gets boring, and you know you this gotta. Is, this whole idea is honestly just an excuse for us to just do some cool effects that yeah. don't really have any grounding in reality. Just <laughs> an yeah. excuse to do them, uh-huh. yeah. and it, with like the broad sort of basis of like, oh, it's rated R because that's like the <clears throat> the clickable thing, right? But <laughs> sure. you straight up forgot about rated R, and you're like, okay, <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. play some basketball. <laughs> right. it, get, <laughs> but, it gets gory, though. and so now you've you've made it even more yeah. gory than it would have been retroactively made it. Gory. Yeah, yeah. Well, tell, tell everybody. Like yeah. what the scene is because no one knows. So yeah, there's this dueling scene in the second Harry Potter movie where it's like Harry and Malfoy on this little table dueling it out or whatever. And uh, the table's huge. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a big massive. old table. Yeah, and it's the great uh, hall table. The, the feasting table. Oh, is that what that is? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're in the great hall. Oh, interesting. Anyways, yeah, they're like fighting. And so in my version, Malfoy shoots a spell and it like misses Harry by a hair, and it goes behind him and it like hits the floor and it's like something starts rising up out of the floor. Then it explodes in like a basketball hoop. It's like, <laughs> and um, yeah, Harry like turns around to see the basketball hoop, which is still raising up. And then he like turns back around, and before he can do anything, Malfoy hits him with another spell, and he just like goes up into the air like like that. It's kind of reminiscent of that other scene in Harry Potter with that girl. Who, yeah, like, I know the shot you're talking about. Yeah, because yeah. that had yeah. like one of the creepiest like cuts. Oh, it's terrifying. Because she goes up and she starts with that high pitched scream, and then it cuts in on her face like, and she's like, ah. Yeah. Well, her hair's in the air, and they put yeah. her in an underwater tank. To oh, get really? That look. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. That's so cool. Yeah, that was terrifying. Wow. But it's it's very much like that, where it's like you get hoisted up, and you just get possessed. And like, uh huh. Yeah, that was that was the sixth movie, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, because they filmed a lot of underwater stuff for the fourth movie for Goblet of Fire. Okay. Right. Um, and then and that was when they learned about Deathly Hollows and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, so he gets possessed, and his bones start start like breaking in different ways, and then he curls up into a little basketball that like splats down on the floor. Then Draco like runs and does like Ren freaking helped me record some motion capture. <laughs> it was so good. He like freaking went a hundred percent on it. <laughs> and it's our, hilarious. Our office B baller. Yeah, Honestly. no, I like I put on the Rococo suit, and he's like, "All right, now." Dunk Harry Potter. <laughs> I'm like, cool. I, and I didn't know that you had so so much like basketball skill. Dude, Where did I that played come basketball from? all through high school. Really? Uh, I wouldn't say I was like very good, but at the school I was at, I was one of the better players. I got the MVP my senior year. Oh my goodness. Could uh, you like, could you, have you ever shot a three before? Have I ever shot a three? <laughs> like a three pointer? Have you? Yeah, I've shot a three pointer. <laughs> I've made three pointers before. Have you ever dunked on the haters? I've never. Okay, I've never dunked in the middle of a game before, and I never got to a point where I can actually dunk a full-on basketball, but I got to a point where I could dunk a women's basketball, which meant I was, okay. like, just an inch shy from being able to do it. Okay. Damn. Wait, what's the difference between a women's A women's basketball? ball is smaller. Oh. You mean, like, mm. the physical basketball, or you mean, like, the... the yeah. The, um, the hoops are hoop. the same size. Oh, so you could palm it? Yeah. Uh. But, well, I mean, no, that wasn't the thing. The ball is smaller... So I was able to get it over the rim and dunk it. Oh, yeah. I got you. I see. Oh, men's basketball is slightly bigger, and so in order to, like, you have to get a, an extra inch of elevation to mm-hmm. get it, to clear the rim to get it on. It's a, huh. And volleyballs are easy. I could I could dunk a volleyball pretty consistently. Okay. Interesting. Because um, well, I, I was able to get my hand, like, this high above the rim yeah. at mm-hmm. my peak. I've always wanted to, like, do a video where it's like, all right, I train so I can slam dunk a basketball. But that's, like, <laughs> we're talking, like, six months of work. Yeah. Have you ever wow. broken the backboard? 
Like no. shatter the glass? <laughs> no, that's oh, okay. really hard to do. Oh is that God. possible? It, it yeah. was back in the day until Shaq kept doing it. Oh and so God. they had to like redesign all the backboards <laughs> to not do that. Really? Yeah. Shaq proof. Jeez, I didn't You gotta know. like play in an intramural league and then get some stunt people we know to go in and set charges in the back of the <laughs> yeah. basketball thing. So you do it. Just... <sighs> <laughs> Dude, yeah, so granted, I played, I played high school basketball in Asia, so it was like I had a height advantage. Oh, man. In <laughs> Vietnam? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Granted, it was at an international school, so there are a lot of non-Asian people there too. For yeah. sure. But still. Nice. But yeah, thanks for helping me with that uh, mocap. Yeah, this is like, all right, if I'm like up on stage in front of a bunch of people, what would I do? It's like, all right, I'm going to showboat a little bit, like dribble between the legs. And yeah. like, did you did you use a real basketball or is it just mine? We well, OK, was, we, uh, we used to have a basketball. I couldn't find it. So we used like a little bouncy ball, like a mm-hmm. like a toy store, like bouncy ball. That's like this big. Oh, OK, um, wasn't the same. And, it the bouncing dynamics were so weird on it. I couldn't like <laughs> dependently like use it. So we opted mm-hmm. just to not have any ball, and I would just go okay. through the motions. Yeah, which is proven to be a bit difficult because it's I don't know where to put the basketball because <laughs> yeah. it's just like going like this, and I'm like, what do I do with this? Where do I animate Harry? Dude, basketball? you just gotta make it look janky. Just Dude, like... the shot, the shot where I go and like I pick up because uh-huh. you, you could do this thing where you, you slap the ball and you curl your <laughs> fingers around, and that that curling along with the slap causes the ball to rise up into your hand. Oh, whoa. it's pretty common thing you just like get the ball up into the air yeah and it looks it works so well for <laughs> harry it's like well yeah thanks for like telling me that I, I wouldn't have done that otherwise but like the way you have the camera like push in so that like i do that and then i the first dribble is like right on top of the mm-hmm. camera <laughs> yeah dude i so that's what i'm working on now is just the dribbling thing and it's been the most challenging <laughs> just like because i'm also trying to get like the squash and stretch thing you know with animation mm, yeah. if you're like like the first thing you do in animation class is you do like the ball like when it's going down it's elongated and when it hits the ground it like squashes out or it's wider pancake yeah, and football pancake. right right <laughs> so i'm trying to do that and it's a bit challenging but i'm really excited for the sequence yeah, it's looking really good so far Thanks. i'm the most excited for that dude i'm yeah. excited for your lego harry potter yeah, oh, that, yeah that's done dude that's, <laughs> oh that was the other oh, thing i, I was just it. like because i i kind of came onto this project late because i was doing other things and i was just like is this rated r harry potter like is it though because <laughs> i turn around and he's like modeling a basketball hoop coming out of the ground and you're like legos <laughs> lego harry potter and i'm like this is rated r and dude. i'm over here looking at decapitated heads yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i got some of it at least like you guys you guys you guys kind of scared me because i was like dang lego harry potter that'd be so funny and Matt was like, dude, that's so funny. I was like, yeah, I'm doing yeah, it. Too funny. And then like Nick comes over and he's like, what? What? I thought this was supposed to be rated R. And then you said the same thing. And then like Nico comes up and just looks at my computer and just like, what are you working on? And I'm like, Harry Potter, Lego Harry Potter. He's like, oh. And then he like just walks away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. So then I'm like, God dang it. Is it bloody enough? Is it gory enough? And like, it's you know, crazy. trust his head comes off and like uh-huh. he shoots blood from his head and yeah. falls over. But mm-hmm. it's all Legos, you know? Lego brick blood. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the PG version. I mean, it's a great gag. <laughs> but yeah, that's I think so too. It, it totally it's, works. It's an hilarious. awesome gag. I, yeah. I think it's hilarious. And that's partly why I think it, it deserves to like, you know, yeah. be a thing because oh, it's like the it whole rated R thing is just, it's just an excuse to make a video about Harry Potter. It's just yeah. Like, <laughs> it just makes me laugh. I think it's super funny that he turns into a yeah. Lego. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> so, so like we have all these crazy ideas and stuff that we're talking about here, but like, how do we like get to that point? Cause I don't think we talked about that as much. Like, like what is that? That process is like a <laughs> lot of fun for me, the brainstorming. Yeah. So like, maybe we should talk about that a little bit because like, yeah, we have to look at a bunch of clips, right? Mm-hmm. And just kind of like bounce ideas around. Mm-hmm. 
But like, what you know? What... Well, isn't it generally just like, all right, we just kind of like because you you supplied all these clips. You're like, mm-hmm. here's some good potential things that could be done with, right? And we just kind of watch, and it's just like we just start throwing out ideas, and like the mm-hmm. ideas that get the most laughs are the ones that were like, oh, that has something yeah. to it. Okay, it's kind of like kids after school hanging out and just like shooting the shit, watching movies, going <laughs> like, hey, that would be really funny if he did this. Right? Yeah. Totally. yeah, 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 yeah. It feels a lot like that. Mm-hmm. It definitely does. But then we're doing it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, Because you gotta ride that line between like, oh, that's hilarious. I have no idea how to do that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, there's also that. There's that sort of like assessment where it's like, okay, yeah, this is everybody's laughing at this idea, but can we actually execute? It's like, what if Harry Potter opens a door and it's just a portal to hell, and then a dragon comes out and starts like ripping him apart? And I was like, yeah, really? (laughs) A dragon, huh? Yeah, (laughs) ripping him apart. Okay. uh, Yeah. Okay. How are we gonna do that? Uh, I'm kind of in that boat right now with my spike wall shot. Oh, really? Is it giving you grief? A little bit. Yeah. I'm kind of worried about it because, like, basically, it's the same scene that Peter's working on with like the wizard duel on the table, mm-hmm. and like, you know, there's three wizards that go up, so there's three moments, and I'm doing the one with like the fancy showboat professor. What's his name? Lockhart. Yeah. yeah, he gets like zapped and gets flung into a spike wall, and there's like all these <laughs> skeletons hanging from the spike wall. Like, <laughs> he's just another one of the freaking guys. Um. I built out the scene and I got the skeletons like hanging. I still need to like adjust them and make them a bit more random. But I, I'm stuck where I'm trying to figure out like, <clears throat> well, that was weird. <sighs> wow. <laughs> sorry, buddy. I'm chilling. I'm just talking too fast. <laughs> um, I'm stuck at a point where I need to get a 3D model of Lockhart that looks good enough and have him ragdoll into mm. this wall. And I don't know how to do ragdolls really in C4D. Well, it's because there's not really a way to do it. You yeah. can do like the whole like soft body cage system, mm. but it's like it's still not really ragdoll. I mean, there, there's the Chris Schmidt method where you use connectors and you rig up the bones, but that's just such a process. He's got a, t- a tutorial on it, which I'll probably follow for this, but. You mean where you do like constraints between the bones and then yeah. you set like a rigid body object yeah. and stuff? Yeah, I mean, I think that's what ragdolls, like any ragdoll software is doing. You just have to do it manually. It's the same thing in Blender. For sure. Mm-hmm. Is it, how do you do it in Blender? Is it Literally the same way. You just make like manual? a rough, yeah, like oh. a rough rigid body object for each like segment of the body uh-huh. and then connect them with like constraints. It's a pain in the ass, but it works. So this guy hit me up on Twitter. He's making a, uh, a plugin for C4D called Body Solver. Oh, oh man. Okay. Uh, it's like an automatic ragdoll simulator. Oh my god, that's amazing. Um, Can it's like it... Well, wait, huh. is this the guy who makes the? Have you seen those videos on Instagram or Twitter of like people like ghosting up a wall, like the ragdoll thing ghosting up it's the wall? It's similar you know to that. Wants? I know who you're talking what about. You that's mean? a M- ghosting. M M. What's his name? And he my, does all this like cool ragdoll yeah. stuff. Yeah, huh. no, it's not that. It's similar. He's he's making it. Uh, uh, but yeah. Anyway, he. So I checked out his profile. He's he's like I guess making this thing, but it's gonna be like a proper like ragdoll thing for C4D. But wow. no idea when that's gonna come out. That's cool. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. It's, it's strange that there's not like a proper ragdoll workflow mm-hmm. inside of Cinema 4D. Or any 3D software, or at least C4D and Blender. Because that was like one ones. of the earlier things. Like it, it was in 3ds Max, and there was that one. I forget the name of the program that we used for uh, uh, the Half Life movie that we did mm. five years ago. Um, the Half Life Alex. Gravity Gun. Was a really the Gravity good, Gun. Yeah. Really good video. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was. It was. It was an actual dedicated ragdoll program. Hmm. 
within 3ds max no no it was its own program oh, oh. and then you would like export a sequence or yeah something? yeah huh. uh, sam and nico used it a bunch for pretty much every time they did a ragdoll like remember uh, art of the insta kill uh, yeah yeah so would you just like build out the geometry in 3ds max export it to your program with your yeah. camera track uh-huh you do the simulation in that program and then you just re-import yeah interesting <sighs> that's that, that sounds great I, wh- yeah, where's that program that. what is that <laughs> it i forget the name of it i forget the name of it it was a long time ago it, it was like not really that supported at a certain point anymore. It was just like, dude, you know what would be crazy is if uh, the Embergen guys did like oh. body gen or like oh ragdoll gen, and you just import your mesh and then you just, you know, that would be amazing. That'd be sick. So that that's would your, be that's your dilemma right that's now. That's where I'm stuck right is, now. Uh, basically, just the ragdoll. The Ooh. ragdoll is like a long, tedious manual process that I can kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel. But getting the Lockhart model looking nice is. A problem for me like i'm gonna have to, i don't know like, i mean you could cover it up with like blood and guts you know you just have a motion blur into frame and then he hits the <laughs> thing and it's like you cover up all the parts that look bad with yeah guts that's what i've been doing with my 2d comps right <laughs> it's like yeah, this looks a little janky the roto is a little janky chunk them up blood <laughs> i have but here's the issue i'm i'm out tomorrow and i'm oh, only shit. in on wednesday so i have to do all i have to comp the lego shot I have and I have to figure out all these issues on Wednesday and finish it and render it and deliver it and film with Nick on how to like how did I do it? Okay, but do you need to do ragdolls? Could you just keyframe the stuff? Yeah. Dive into those curves. Curves. Honestly, curves that'd curve. probably that'd probably be faster. <laughs> yeah. That'd I mean be, you could probably... do the I mean honestly, I think just if you if you make a cage. No, screw the cage. <laughs> screw the yeah. freaking rigid bodies i'm gonna just manually do it yeah it's actually right. like a shot like that is it, it, totally gonna work for that because it's so fast it's such mm-hmm. a fast movement as he's like blowing back into the wall yeah he's like, like boom yeah he cracks his head and he goes and yeah, like swivels totally. yeah and then that's it that's, you don't even need to animate the whole body you just need to do the limbs yeah yeah okay but like i i hear you you're like i don't have enough time to Figure out all these problems that I, I foresee to like figure out how to do this and also do the shot. Because the shot that I decided to do is uh, in the first movie when uh, the, the trio decide oh, sorry, yeah. to sneak out late at night. This is towards the end or two thirds <laughs> of the way through the first movie. Neville finally grows a bone. Or grows a bone. <laughs> grows, grows a bone. A bone. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the phrase now. That's the phrase now. Grow a bone, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he stands up to them and he's like, I'll fight you if I need to. And and Hermione's like, Haha, you're stupid. And uh, petrif- petrified him. Mm-hmm. Or not petrified. Uh, Petrificus totalis. Wow. Something like that. Petrificus totalis. Yeah, anyway. He falls down. And honestly, I've watched this shot so many times now. I can't figure out what is going on. Because this kid falls over like a board, super stiff. It's like, boof, boof. I brought that up. I brought that clip up um, to Lauren on the uh, stuntman react. Oh, Did yeah. you guys react to it? Yeah. Really? She thinks it's a stunt person just doing it. But like wow. a stunt person, like an adult person dressed in the same Either clothes as Either an adult kid? or a woman that, wow. that has that shape. Okay. Yeah, wow. who's smaller and like yeah. a pad under the ground or something. Because also the, the perspective of it makes it so that uh, because that person is so much closer to camera anyway, you can't really tell the height because they he towers over the other three. Hmm. Just But not because he, he appears taller. It's just because perspective, of the perspective. perspective yeah. so, yeah. I mean, so he appears taller. 
but in a way that we subconsciously interpret as he's closer rather than yeah. taller. Yeah, maybe it was a little forced perspective kind of thing. But the, the yeah. stun is crazy because it's like it for from hot moment there, I thought maybe he was just a doll. But you can tell, like when when he lands, his hands kind of shoot outwards, but immediately go back to his. Yeah, like, he's I trying that. to hold his his wow. uh, his arms against his side. Wow, that's a crazy stunt if they did that for real. And because his, no. his head hits yep. the ground, like his Oof. head straight up hits the ground. His yeah. entire body lifts an inch or two off the ground. Oh my flat god! Flat as board, like bam, up, bam again. Dude, so, I, f- <laughs> I forget who suggested this, but it could have been somebody wearing a full mask with a pad. In the back of the head. That's true. I think there's a. I think there's a pad underneath the carpet. Yeah. Mm. So there's a big rug that they're on, and I think they probably just made it pretty soft, uh, uh, impact soft. So it's like it won't like deform like you're yeah. standing on like a cushion, you know, but uh, hard, uh, soft enough that it won't. It's not like you're landing on on wood or stone. Lauren mm. said there was air pads that people use, like gymnasts will like do their round off tuck freaking backflips off of an, a really blown up air pad. So it's it's sturdy. You can walk on it. You can bounce on it. You can jump into it, and it'll it'll give you a little bit of bounce. Uh huh. So it could have been that too. Interesting. Okay. Dang, you you guys just reacted to that this yeah. morning. Uh-huh. Cool. Yeah, it's nice. gonna be in a video. That That's awesome. Great. Great. Yeah, because I would That's, love to he- uh, hear more about that. Anyway, dude, regardless of pads, regardless of air, whatever's, yeah. that's like that's one of those like a trust fall. You know when dude. you do trust falls, and it's like you have every instinct to like. First of all, you have to trust the other person to catch you, but like yeah. everything in your brain tells you that you have to like react to this uh-huh. this like movement, you know? It's very hard to you do. You have to catch yourself. So like <laughs> these stunt people have to like just stay stiff stiff as a board and fall all the way back. Full send. Full send. Wild, dude. I kind of want to try intense. it on the pad out here after this. I yeah, on the pad on the pod, dude. Right dude, now. dude I mean, pad, I don't know, man. Pod, Hitting dude. your head like that sucks, no, you dude. Tuck. You got to tuck it. Like I, I basically did the the equivalent of that on my front where I just did the trust fall flat and hit and I had a headache for like a really bad splitting headache for a solid five minutes. Yeah. Wow. Well, dude, that's crazy, man. But yeah, so the the idea yeah, for so the shot yeah. is he falls down and shatters. Cause uh like Hermione freezes him or whatever, and like so he falls down. And the original idea is that like the outer his skin and clothes froze solid, and when he hits the ground it all breaks. And the inside of his body like pours out blood, just like a whole like liquid simulation of blood <laughs> pouring out, and his bones like floating in the blood, floating away as it just goes out across the Gross, ground. Dude. I was like, that would be brutal. And I think if I had more time, I could figure out how to do that because mm. I think I can do it with X particles, which is a really cool simulation pro- uh, plugin within Cinema 4D. It does a whole lot of stuff, including mm-hmm. you know liquids. Although I don't think it does liquids like. Super well because it's the meshing aspect that I think it. Oh, I see. It's like you have to have a really good mesher, and it, hmm. having not actually experimented with it, I can't say for certain. It's got some good measures. Okay, good. Yeah, but yeah, and I was like, you know what? I only have like a day to do this shot, so I don't know if I can do that. So I decided to abandon the blood idea. So instead, it's just going to be like an eggshell cracking him oh, okay. breaking open, which hmm. I just experimented. So I just recently learned how to do that, like last week, and uh, and then it's just like. A skeleton is revealed. Oh no, that's great. <laughs> yeah, so it's like it's still. I mean, maybe I'll have like some like blood elements like through compositing, like splat on the ground, like. Totally. Mm-hmm. But it won't be sweeteners. an actual liquid sim. Just you just cause... need to texture the skeleton to like chunky blood. Like mm. it's got to be like blood coated skeleton. Yeah, mm. that makes sense. I don't you know. If see I, some yeah, gore. Guts. Just because I'm afraid that it, like if I do go down that road, I haven't actually finished the shot yet, so I haven't gotten to that point of texturing the bones, but. I worry that maybe it won't look like bones anymore. Yeah. 
That's my concern. But it's mm. if I can't nail like the, the bloody bone aesthetic, mm. just put meat in the joints. Joint chunks. <laughs> Joint meat. He suggested the same thing. He's like, you you can already do soft bodies. Throw a bunch of organs in there. I'm like, throw some organs in there. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Just download some freaking. Yeah, organ that's models. a lot more work. Go on the organ trail and download some organ <laughs> models. Is that the website? <laughs> organ I guess organ trail. it is now. I'm, I'm buying that domain. Yeah, it's a great one. <laughs> yeah, uh, and this is, but like, what makes that shot is the casualness of <laughs> Harry Potter and Ron and Hermione because they're just like, like Ron's like, "You're scary," you know that, and she's like, mm. and then they, they're like, Harry's like, "Let's go," and then they walk over him, and then Ron's like, "Sorry, Neville, it's for your own good." Jeez, dude. <laughs> and it's like, so there's three shots: one where he gets frozen, one where he falls down, and one when they walk over him. So, and you got time to do it all? I we'll see. Yeah, I want to try. Mm-hmm. Are you hitting that moment of like, do I want to hunker down and spend all this time on this thing and have it be really difficult, or do I want to like cut out some stuff and have it be fine? Well, I'm working on the main key shot first, or the the, the hero shot, which is like him shattering. That's like the yeah. main one. I'm, but I have to like figure out projection mapping. For the texture on him first, which wait, did the model I give you not work? Well, it's it's I gotta get the projection from him on the ground there. Oh right, because uh, right. that that's the where he's actually gonna shatter. Um, that what what you uh, put on there totally works for the rest of the body mm-hmm. as it. So I think that'll totally work. Hey, I but can I give w- you another texture if you want. We'll see. We'll see. We can all talk. Right, we right. can talk. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, I don't know. We'll get it done. Now that we're not shooting Son of a Dungeon on Wednesday, mm. I, I think oh, I'll yeah. have a little bit more time. Nice. Oh, yeah. How much snow did you guys get, you listeners? Because <laughs> apparently the whole country got 1,800 feet of snow. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Except for California. Yeah, except for California. We just had a little <laughs> bit of wind. <laughs> I saw and by Ian's... a little, we actually had a lot of wind this weekend. Yeah, that was but a lot of wind. Did you see we didn't get Ian's snow. We have a lot of snow. Yeah. Oh, jeez. It was, like, stacked. Oh, my God. Like, it's freaking stacked. I imagine that Wait, church where? must be so Ian? freezing. Oh, Ian. Yeah, no, my parents, too. They got like uh, sixteen inches of snow. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. The whole my parents' whole property there, and like, cause Dude, they wow. live like literally three miles from Ian. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> no Ian Hubert. Yeah, like <laughs> okay, when we visited. You go to his, uh, yeah, we visited him, and then we had him over at my parents' place his for cult. dinner. Yeah, that was that was <laughs> that's awesome. That was amazing, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, the whole Northwest got hit with a whole bunch of snow, and it uh-huh. was like this whole V shape going down through uh, like Nevada and Colorado to Texas. So Texas got hit with a lot of snow and yeah. ice cold temperatures, and then a V shape going back up to the uh, Northeast. And I was like, why is it that V shape? And it's because that's the actual. It's it's not a V. It's the outer circle of the polar vortex. Mm. Hold on, what? Huh? I said mm, like I understood what you meant, but I don't know. The polar vortex is like (laughs) basically all the cold air over like the North Pole, essentially. And every year it kind of like shifts downwards a little bit. And every now and then you got a big swath. I don't don't know much about weather dynamics, but it's kind of roughly. Basically, all the cold air from up north came south and brought with it a whole bunch of cold. Cold. Yeah. Wow. And by the way, Jake's not on the podcast today because his pipes are frozen solid. <laughs> oh, and that, that's why I brought this up is because yeah. he was supposed to arrive yesterday because we're shooting Son of a Dungeon this week, Wednesday and Friday, because we shot a week ago, Wednesday and Friday. So we've already filmed the first half of Son of a Dungeon, which is a website exclusive show of us playing Dungeons and Dragons. Super cool. Check it out. QuarterDigital.com. And Plug. so he was supposed to show up yesterday, but... Texas got overwhelmed by freezing temperatures and snow and bad weather, and so they canceled all the flights. He's like, all right, fine. We tried to get a flight for, like, today or tomorrow. That flight also ended up getting canceled. So he got a flight for Wednesday morning at 9. Mm-hmm. He was going to come in, literally come from the airport, 
two here just in time to start rolling. Yeah. And then we just learned about like an hour or two ago that that flight also got canceled. Oh, no way. That's, oh, That's honestly like, uh, you know, son of a dungeon, too bad. But thank God, because I still need to do, I got some work to do on my shots. <laughs> oh, boy. So this is going to mean I can actually get those shots Yeah, no, same, properly. Same. I'm in the exact same boat. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I guess it's not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> I have to, like, you know, I have to do some work, too. Son of a dungeon, but, like, thank God I can But now I'm shot. concerned about our other shoot, which I can't really talk about just yet, but we're flying out to Texas Oh, next yeah. week yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah that's you super excited we're flying out we're, i guess we'll see we uh there's a company that makes a product that we got ahead of time and we're making mm-hmm. a cool really cool video and we're gonna put it on something very very cool i don't think oh, anyone's ever awesome. done this you're gonna before. put the video on something sick yeah <laughs> we're gonna put it on freaking quibi dude quibi <laughs> baby or are you Everybody gonna put the quibi. product on the, something we're gonna sick. attach the pro- it's a camera you can we're, it's a camera it's a camera there's a new camera we're gonna put a camera on something cool and that's uh, what we do uh yeah <laughs> like, and, a, like an iphone on stuff an iphone on a tank kind like of situation. Put an iphone on a tank oh yeah brother yes <laughs> that's texas for you yep or no, so anyway um, is, it, is it a flip phone on a bowling ball Dude, if, you, if you follow uh, quarter digital date. on twitter you go probably already have an idea <laughs> but i don't want to say anything more about it right now uh yeah and so that's supposed to be next week we're supposed to fly out next monday or tuesday yeah, shoot that's you me, shoot Christian. wednesday yeah and there, it might it might still be too cold. It might still be too snowy. I, I hope not. I'm really excited for that. Me I hope, too. I hope that I, it's a, it's one of the coolest ideas I out. I think we've had in a while. Yeah, dude, some snow might be cool for the. It might be. Video. It might be, but it also makes the whole. I, it makes it very featureless, and oh. for the shots that we kind of are hoping to get. Just wait, featureless forest, as man. in it's just white. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, go to a forest. Get some trees. It's not exactly an option. Yeah. Okay. You know, you might be able to see certain things in the snow better. Like like, like clouds? Color? Like, yeah. Certain objects that you might want to track for certain things. <laughs> we'll see. They, <laughs> they Like, with the, with the temperature and cold, we might not even be able to utilize what we're going there for. The tank. You know? The massive. The, yeah, the tank. The tank <laughs> might not like the cold, and maybe they don't want the tank to be out in the cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like, if it was going to be rainy, we can't let the tank out in the rain. <laughs> yep. That was already one of our things, so that's why we're pl- we're plotting out a few days there, in case it does rain for two of the three days that we can film on, you know, the other day. So, yeah. this is all still kind of up in the air about that, but... <laughs> Dude, you're going to get messages <laughs> for... Uh, <laughs> You're going to get messages. God dang like, it. They <laughs> <laughs> still don't get it. It's fine. <laughs> like, where did that tank video ever come out? The what? That's what Go you're going to be getting messages. Like, oh, when did that like, tank hey, whatever happened to that tank video? Dude, my with favorite the thing that was suggested was GoPro on a date. Yeah, it's like man. the same format. As like, I, sh- I should have done yeah. it last weekend. Yeah. I should have just put a strap to GoPro. You just to never myself. explain it. You just got one right yeah. here. That's so funny. No, don't talk about it. How yeah. awkward would that be? She asks, and you just like <laughs> talk what are you, about what are you talking weather? about? That's so rude. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, you, say, you just say I'm a tuber. I'm a tuber. No, I'm a freaking tuber. Dude, no, I'm influencing, okay? Don't ask questions. <laughs> I'm getting away while I'm influencing. I'm busy live streaming right now. No, no, no. All of, your, all of your Tinder pictures have to have you with the GoPro on your head? Yeah. yeah. So, it's, so it's justified? Normalize it. So it normalizes yeah. the thing. And they're like, oh, this is interesting. What's this guy? Normalize yeah. GoPros. It would be weird if I didn't thing. come to the date with a GoPro. Yeah. That'd yeah. be so goofy. That's ridiculous. We That was the concept that we were bouncing around on Node, too, was that right. we'd... Take it would be like a dating game, and they'd take me out on like this 
these dates with random like Craigslist girls or something. Oh my god! Oh my and they'd like feed lines to me in my ear. Oh boy, that sounds horrible. I would it enjoy it. So stressful. I would enjoy it because I guess I I like the that kind of pressure. It's like funny <laughs> for me. Like I I we like back in the day when I when I was a kid, I would do these things where we just like mess with people in public, kind of like Eric Andre style. Yeah, and we'd film it. So. Oh my goodness. I love that stuff. Just a prank, bro. <laughs> yeah, just a prank, bro. Oh man, I can't. Yeah. I don't. I don't have the guts to do that stuff. Yeah, so. I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. <laughs> I've I've tried to film something like that before, but I just feel too uh, uh, cruel. Cruel yeah. to the person. I'm oh yeah, you don't want with. to be cruel to people. It's yeah. really just about like creating uncomfortable situations. Uh huh. That's what's funny. You don't want to be like mean to people. Or, yeah. yeah, but even if it's just like. You're well, playing a joke on somebody. Like I still feel really bad, and yeah. I, I need to like I can't do it. You know? <laughs> That's why it's got to be like a self-deprecating. Yeah, thing. yeah, right. yeah. You know? yeah it's it like you walk around be, yeah. like in your underwear covered in slime. It's like, ha, prank, bro. That's what's right. great about Eric Andre is he just like walks around New York bloody, <laughs> like with a parachute dragging behind yeah, him, exactly, and it's like yeah. he's the joke. Yeah, it's hilarious. I've told you guys how Jan simple. has Eric Andre blackmail, right? <laughs> Oh yeah, I wouldn't okay. exactly call it blackmail. I know, but huh? But yeah, don't worry about it. I'll tell you guys later. He worked with Eric Andre one time and got some video files that he keeps on a hard drive anytime Ooh, he gives it to anyone. He's like, oh yeah, don't look at the Eric Andre blackmail, by the way. Dude, I wonder how much <laughs> Meanwhile, it's, it's an empty hard drive with one folder labeled <laughs> Eric Andre blackmail. Oh my god. <laughs> he keeps it locked in a vault. <laughs> yeah. And it's actually like a video? It actually is legit, except it's Eric Andre, so he just doesn't care. Oh, okay. Like, he's aware. He's in on it. It's, it's just one of those things. That's that, funny. Yeah, apparently Jan worked <laughs> with Eric for quite some time a while That's back. Cool. Wow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Potter shots. Is there anything yeah. else? There's Ren. You're just doing the one, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like three shots in one scene. Oh, if I can gotcha. make the scene work, but okay. I, I wish we could have done more shots from later in the film because we've all kind of just taken scenes from the first two movies. Well, the thing with that is that the first two movies are the most innocent and, and that's, the most that, yeah, fun yeah, exactly. yeah. That's, to ruin. Yeah, because, because the yeah, later like, movies are already pretty dark. Right. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, and violent and people die more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, they more don't play Quidditch than, anymore. You know. Yeah. They don't mm-hmm. play more Quidditch for real. Wands are guns now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and that's, I mean, I feel like we have to at least mention the awesome video that this one dude did a while back called Harry Potter with Guns. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he did, he not only did it, he did, not only did he do a trailer of the movie, he did the entire first movie. That's Every a, yeah, time a wand gets whipped out, there's a gun. Oh, yeah. man. And it was like a full thing. He put a lot of work into this Wait, thing. Wait, what about the wand shop? Yeah, no, no it, was, it was him like literally just shot. like shooting a gun yeah. off and like that's every why, time he'd shoot a spell and it would explode, it'd be a like, bullet hit. That's, that's actually amazing. why I didn't use like wand shop stuff. There I, I made sure to watch that video because I didn't want to like retread mm. on jokes that he's already made and you know I, I wanted the stuff that we did to be pretty that's original. Right. Um so yeah, I wanted to make sure that none of that stuff because totally like yeah. he yeah, he put guns in their hands, but he also made it violent too. Yeah, so that's kind of like. But like his marketing was Harry Potter with guns, as yeah. opposed to specifically violent. Yeah, sure. but it got taken down by Warner Warner that Brothers. Sucks. Well, because he posted the whole movie, right? Yeah. Well, oh, is yeah. the trailer taken down? It's still I, up. The, it's still, I the think the trailer up. got taken down too. I don't know for a no, fact, but it. I do know that rips of it are online right now. Oh, okay, maybe you can, I go, you can go watch the video, but it's not on his original channel anymore. Okay, because. Making That's like awesome. taking the movie down makes sense because like that could be a substitute for just watching the whole Harry Potter movie, but and it's like the extent the of down. the fair use doesn't quite extend to all of the scenes without wands. There are exactly. a lot of scenes without wands. Yeah, but if it's just a trailer, like that's what's the term uh, where you change something? Parody. 
uh, well, it's parody, face. but it's also um, yeah, oh, I know it's, what you're talking it's about. the legal Artistic term. Interpretation? Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I, you, I you know what I'm trying to say. It's it's <laughs> different enough where it's. I don't know. Oh, I know the term thing. you're looking for. Now I can't think of it. Transformative. Transformative. Yeah. 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 It's got to be transformative. transformative. That's the word that Jake likes to use. It's got to be transcendent. Resonant lawyer. That's like ascension, dude. Yeah. Like huh? when, I, when you when you say it's got to be transformative, I'm like you have to ascend to the next <laughs> level. Like I just, it's like wow, that person went so far that they like transformed themselves. <laughs> we all had epiphanies last week before we started this video. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. What were they? Transformative epiphany. Oh, of course. Hey, here's yeah. a question for you guys. <laughs> What's the latest <laughs> epiphany you guys have had? <laughs> the latest oh, epiphany? Man. Okay. Yeah, like genuinely. Let me think about this. Oh, boy, dude. Oh, my... Oh, I mean, the epiphany to learn Cinema 4D is a big one <laughs> that I started yeah. at the top of this year. I'm so glad you're learning it. Yeah, That's no, awesome. it's, it's been fun. It's also like... It's pretty... It's, I'm starting to get into it a lot more, so... Oh, mm -hmm. I would have done it on these effects, but like... I guess my thing is like... The reason why I've avoided it for so long is because I'm like I've I've been really good at After Effects and I kind of just like was able to finagle my way yeah. into making visual <laughs> effects that worked in uh -huh. 2D comps. Right. So like I, I mean, guess it's like with anything though. It's like you know you you don't know how to do rigid bodies as well, right? Or no, 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 or uh, uh, ragdolls. 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 <laughs> That's like hey, a hold, yeah, hold, hold on, hold on, rigid bodies. Hold on, rigid body yeah. master. Yeah, no, your your ragdolls maybe. Yeah. So and and even even on this podcast, you're like, well, maybe I don't do that this time. Yeah. And it's really just the time thing. You yeah. know, we have to think about the time crunch that we're yeah. on as well, and we can't necessarily learn new programs or new techniques mm -hmm. in in a tight little window. Yeah. So yeah, for me, I'm like. Oh, I can do these 2D comps. I can make. I can finagle some way to make this these shots work. Right? I mean, dude, I was the same way for the longest time. Like, I I spent I don't even know how many years before I ever even opened my first 3D program. It was mm -hmm. just all it's after daunting. effects. Yeah, because yeah, like at the time, I didn't even know the difference between different texture maps. Like, oh, yeah. all of it was just black magic to me. And that was after I had released several videos on my YouTube channel with visual effects in them. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, the mass public, they don't know the difference between After Effects and a 3D program like sure, Cinema yeah. 4D or Blender. But to me, it was like, that's everything different. <laughs> um, and it was like, I would always try to like fake some 3D stuff, like mm -hmm. using various tools in After Effects. Yeah. And then Element 3D came out, and that was a big deal. That was the first foray into 3D that I ever did. I'm still yeah. confused. Uh, <laughs> what in general <laughs> dude i'm just confused in life no yeah. with element like i don't know how to use uh, it really. dude me too me neither yeah. i never tried yeah no, element, i didn't really like it element element's good to like teach you how 3d works like how different texture maps work how like 3d space works and all that stuff and mm -hmm. you know you can't really you can't model anything uh but like it was it's really good for like modifier type stuff if you want right. to like like I, I, and stuff. The first time I ever did like a 3D thing, I made this Nintendo video several years Dude, ago. I remember watching that clip, that exact shot you're talking about, like over and over and over. I was like, this is the <laughs> coolest fucking shot I've ever seen. Thank you. Yeah, but it, okay, so to explain, it was just like basically it was a, it was Nintendo Wii, you know, the classic Wii, the white little like brick. <laughs> it yeah, shatters. It, it like it breaks into like a, a hundred pieces floating up above. And then those pieces reassemble into the Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was this for was this for the Nintendo? Yeah, remember that Nintendo challenge we did when we were Nintendo brand ambassadors? Yeah, oh, dude. Man. I remember. <laughs> Wait, did you make a video? Because I remember we both were in Brett's video. Oh, my God. That was the 
funniest night. That was the We don't have to get into that, but that was the one of the funniest well, you nights. You cannot get into it now. No, just just look up look up uh Luigi's Haunted Mansion. Is that what it's called? <laughs> it, yeah, something like Luigi's Haunted Mansion Brett Skate. Yeah, it's on Brett Skate. Cuz you're playing Luigi and Benji yes. from Rocket Jump was playing Mario and basically it was the whole thing was improvised because you were like uh you're kind of like I forgot how to act man. yeah it I was like really in my head and like <laughs> oh, no. super paranoid and like I was like I, I don't know like what are we doing and and, 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 and Benji was actually kind of getting really annoyed like kind of getting annoyed for real but instead he just channeled that into his acting so it was just like Mario being like you, you brought it in, like, and this is like just Wait. berating He's Luigi. Like, get over yourself. You're, you're Luigi. Like, come oh, on. Yeah. Like, grow a pair. Stand up. Put your hat on. Come on. You are my brother. And like, <laughs> and it's so funny, dude. Wait, is this like a horror short film? Yeah. yeah. I've seen this. Yeah. I've seen this. And Ren is a ghost. I was a ghost. And so there's this, and, and, and Jimmy, Jimmy Wong was in the, and he was playing Toad. Mm-hmm. And he was the guy that the two brothers were trying to find. Because this Luigi's Haunted Mansion, his battery got depleted. And I'm like coming out of the shadows and grabbing people. But I was, I had makeup all over my face. Oh and boy. I just looked like this bedazzled dude. <laughs> and, and there's this photo that Amanda got of us sitting on the couch. It was you, me, Jimmy, and and uh, I don't I don't think Brett was in the shot, but Benji was there. And we're all in costume. So Mario, Luigi, uh, Toad, and then me, who's not really in any <laughs> identifiable ghost. costume. But I've got like random blue and white paint yeah. all over my face with like little like sparkly things Your like bedazzled on. Bedazzled. I'm just like, this is the most awkward photo ever because it's like, haha, Luigi and Mario and like. Who the hell is that? <laughs> it's like you just rubbed crest toothpaste all over your face. <laughs> it was so weird. And we spent like all night up in your attic, like yeah. filming this thing. We were oh even God. done until like three or four in the morning. Dude, Jeez. and then we were like trying to figure out how to get the Wii U to work and we couldn't figure it out. It's like, <laughs> how do you set this thing up, dude? Um, but yeah, so going back to the Wii U, that was, it was they, they had like 20 different creators like make, make a little video for the Wii U uh, launch or whatever <laughs> and our payment was we got a free Wii U, which was cool, I guess. Oh, um, oh I did. No, they flew us out to Sundance. That was oh, cool. I didn't go to cool. Sundance? Oh, that's sweet. You went to Sundance? Yeah, dude. Damn. But from Nintendo? Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Did they have a film or something? No, we, oh. we did a film, 48-hour film festival thing. You did? And we premiered it at Sundance. <laughs> what? Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's no. awesome. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, I did I did a rap battle. I played as a Mario, and I did. I rapped as Mario. Yeah, I was you like, did. I forget the lyrics. It was like, oh if you're God. getting coin, then you should pay us royalties for each and every year throughout the years you've shown us loyalty. Oh, whoa. <laughs> wow. Bars. What, dude? Yeah. That's insane. It's on the internet somewhere. It's, it's, it's awkward. It's super awkward. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll be watching that's, the separate that's all, it takes. <laughs> it's all, that's all it takes to get into Sundance. Damn. But hey, back to Epiphanies. Oh, yeah. Back to Epiphanies. I, I, I saw you. Do you have an Epiphany? I do. Right now? Not now. I mean, oh. I do, but I didn't just have it right now. Oh, okay. Um, crypto art, getting mm. into crypto art. That's I mean, that was the only thing I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like how how important and dire it is for me to get into crypto art. Really? Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was my pick. Why is it dire? Yeah, dire seems like a strong word. Dire because it's an oppor- because it's a Clint huge has some opportunity. Shady loans that he needs to pay off. <laughs> no, 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 it is it is a huge opportunity, it's and like, it's like it's it's popping off, and I can easily foresee within by the end of the year, everyone. Is doing crypto art because it's like the, uh, it's it's so easy to see it as easy money, and that's the problem because it kind of is, but also it's like not. <laughs> and so I think, uh, and I want to talk a little bit more about that about how 
Because I've been getting messages. I don't know about you have, but I've been getting messages from people. That, have you considered the environmental concerns of crypto art? Whoa. I've been getting those messages. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? It's like, it's just, yeah, I understand that like blockchain stuff consumes a lot of energy, but like, I mean, it's, yeah, it's just a lot of energy. And then I read more into it, and it's actually kind of a lot. Really? Every it's like, oh, wow. every, like the the whole everyone who has used uh, like mined Bitcoin is it's like more than the amount of energy than Argentina combined. It's something Jesus. close to that. It's like, oh, wow. well, put it, look at it this way. Uh, uh, cryptocurrencies, the blockchain in general, consumes about 100 terawatt hours of energy, which is about half For a percent what? of all of the electricity generated in a year well, on oh the God. planet. Wow. Just for cryptocurrency. That's but that's, that's, that's that part. And, um, but every uh, 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 NFT uh, transfer... And I'm, I only read this in-depth article once, so I, already a lot of the details are starting to become foggy. But basically, every, every transaction consumes a lot of energy to, make, to account for all like the... To make the blockchain work, because it has to spread out through all of the different nodes to make sure that everyone's public ledger is the same. Well, it has to update everyone's Yeah, thing. and it's, it's, it's what makes the blockchain so powerful, and, and because everyone can trust it, it's as a public ledger sort of thing, but it's also... <laughs> It's very power, or it's very power hungry to do that. So, the amount of energy for one transaction, for like, let's say you purchase an NFT, mm-hmm. something on the order of twenty-five uh, kilowatt hours, which is a means. third of my electric car battery. Oh wow! So one transaction is like driving a Tesla hundred miles. Oh my god! Wow. And that, that's it's a lot of energy. Yeah, it's a lot of energy. I heard I heard they're coming out with uh, Ethereum two point That that is going to solve a lot of that. Yeah, uh, that's gonna solve a lot of it. How so? <clears throat> so it's just coded differently or something? It's the whole. The problem comes down to the proof of work aspect of of blockchain technology is that it's very. It, it's it's a lot of work and it requires a lot of energy. But if you can figure out how to do that same amount of work far more efficiently, you're gonna consume less energy because that's the whole the whole environmental aspect of this is just the energy consumption side. Yeah. If if all of the energy is renewable, then there's no environmental impact. You can consume as much energy as you want. But the problem is that most of our energy is still derived from fossil fuels. And that's where the environmental impact comes from. Because it's like, all right, because you're consuming this much energy, that means this much, this many fossil fuels are being uh, burned, whether it's natural gas, oil, or coal. And that means a certain amount of carbon dioxide is being, um, you know, pumped into the atmosphere. And that's just exacerbating our climate change problem right now. These Mm -hmm. are all facts. And it's like, okay, to what degree that is a, a... a problem is, is like... Yes. Yo, I wonder if, like, for every uh, piece of crypto art you sell, you plant a tree. I mean, hey, that... I mean, you, you can yeah, measure I mean, the amount of... of the, the article I read broke down. It's like cryptoartwtf.com or something like that, I think, mm-hmm. is uh, the website. And he's written a couple things. And he goes into a lot of detail about it, so I, I'm inclined to trust it. But... Yeah, I mean, you can offset it by planting trees. Yeah, uh, that could just be the culture. You make a bunch of money on crypto art, you put some of it back into the environment. You know, mm-hmm. that I could think make sense. Like, that could be interesting. But I think I think uh, Ethereum 2.0 could be like a really nice investment too. Because if it's like if it's green, then like why not buy a bunch? And yeah. it's going to get super popular. And yeah. yeah, so the thing I'm struggling with is that like you know the the author of the article is very clear to point out he does not blame the artists. Mm. You know, it's not it's not the artist's fault. It's the system's fault. And so he doesn't blame artists for wanting to get into, you know, making crypto art. 
I just realized we're talking about all the environmental implications of crypto art when you likely have no idea what crypto art even is. I just realized <laughs> no, that. Talk about epiphanies. Yeah. That's my epiphany. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh boy. So crypto art is, is basically a way to buy digital art using the blockchain to verify that the piece of art you have is a one-of-a-kind item. Because uh, uh, blockchain is basically a public ledger. Uh, everyone can verify that you know this certain code is an identifiable, unique code. And you can tie that to a something like a di- piece of digital art. And so people are buying these digital pieces of art under the, like they have the exclusivity to that because it's like, the argument is like, why can't you just like right click and say that? It's like, yeah, you can do that. Sure. Same thing as you can take a picture of the Mona Lisa and print it out and put it on your wall. It's not the Mona Lisa though. Mm. Um, only one person can actually own the Mona Lisa. Sure. And so that's, this is kind of going into like art curation in the art industry as a whole which has like a market cap of 70 billion dollars or something like that and it's a lot and and the main difference between that and crypto art is that with crypto art because it's all the blockchain every time a piece of art gets sold on the secondary market the original artist retains some royalties from it for every single transaction it doesn't have to be 10 percent. it can be upwards of 20 30 50 90 percent but the generally accepted amount is 10 percent now let me uh, ask you, as an outsider to all of this, what is the advantage of owning something that is unique to you? Like you, you made the comparison to a Mona Lisa, but that's a physical object. Yeah. Like you own that painting, but like is the is like the render a higher quality render than what you can just save as? The okay, well, I like, mean, what is the advantage of like? It's buying, just bragging rights, basically. It's it's kind yeah, of it's, just, well, it's, it's an investment. It's, it's an investment. In like pure and simple, the way I see it, it's yeah, an but investment. The investment yeah, but the has to ha- having it? you're investing in something that has to have value, though. But if yeah. and it only has value because everyone decides it has value. Okay, and yeah, well, uh, yeah. that's art. <laughs> that yeah, sense. but like uh, generally, you the person who buys the token, the the minted piece of artwork, uh, you're giving them the original raw files, and it could be you can oh, even okay. include the project files if you so feel like it mm-hmm. uh or maybe it's just like whatever you post to instagram it doesn't quite matter it's just the fact that you own the nft the non-fungible token <laughs> uh, it, which is a weird weird name but yeah Fungible. so it's like it's it's value because it is the only one and the artist is also saying that my piece of art that is the only one and everyone agrees that that is the only one and yeah. that value is derived from that and i'm, I'm sure i'm not explaining this super well but Pretty good. Helping me. <laughs> and so and so it's just like the the because everyone agrees, okay, wow, you got, you know, the so and so's first piece of digital art that they have put on they own they say they only have one piece of digital art up on the internet and that is it. And you got it. Wow, good mm-hmm, for you. Mm-hmm. Um meanwhile they have an Instagram page with thousands of posts that they've, you know, put up and you can sure. right click save as on all of them and print them out. So yeah. it it, it um, is the most common question is like why? What's mm-hmm. the point? Well, it's an investment. Like you can and, sell it for more money if that artist, if you be, if you truly believe that that artist is going to be more valuable in the future, then the price of the art that you bought like ten years ago is going to be a lot more yeah. expensive. And sure. like you can sell it and make. And also, the fact that it's all based on um, cryptocurrency means it's invested. Like your money is sitting there and it's growing because the value of Bitcoin and the value of Ethereum is growing. Yeah. 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 To be clear, I know I kind of started this whole conversation talking about the environmental impacts just because that's kind of at the forefront of my mind. This is something I've been thinking about for a couple months now. Actually, not a couple months, a little less than that. 
Ever since Beeple made his big splash, a lot of people started taking note. Because I'd seen it here and there, but I hadn't really given it any thought. I was like, oh, whatever, I don't know. But then when you start seeing like numbers flying around of like millions of dollars, you're like, wait, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Wait, what? So, I mean, yeah, it's like, not that I expect to make millions of dollars making crypto art, but like, Maybe. It, it looks like a really cool way to make what you want to make creatively and also like be able to make money from it. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot of potential there. And I think that's going back to what I said earlier. I think that's why we're going to see a lot of people getting into crypto art this year, especially after our video gets public. Mm-hmm. About it. We made a whole crypto art video with people, um, which should be coming out in about two weeks. Actually, by the time you, uh, that you're hearing this, probably about one week. Yeah. Or maybe it's already out. If this video is older than a week, that video is already online. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited for that. Yeah, it should be, be really pretty cool. cool. We, did a, yeah. we did a whole charity auction thing. So, we're, and we, Honestly, we're still trying to figure it out. But what Clint was saying <laughs> about the investment thing is that like, it's, it's so many people are, are buying a piece of art because they think the creator is going to continue creating more stuff and become more renowned. And so those earlier pieces are going to grow in value with the creator. Mm-hmm. And so people are investing by buying a piece of art because they think it's going to grow in value. It's the same sort of thing like, oh, I'm going to invest in this company because I think they're going to grow in value. So I'm going to put a little bit of money into them and whatever percentage share of the company I get is going to grow. Um, or, yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, the thing about crypto art is that it, for the first time ever, it's, it's actually kind of turning people into publicly traded companies. Wow. Wild. Wow. That, so that sort of idea is really cool. So yeah, I know Clint and I are both super into it right now. We've already gotten onto all the platforms. Well, I haven't actually applied to any of the platforms yet. I've just made my username. I'm in the process of submitting my application. Because you actually have to submit an application to become an artist wow. on these platforms. Jeez. Wow. Because it does take so much effort and, and you know energy to actually produce an NFT. Is it is it wrong to compare this to, like say the youtube of like the art gallery kind of world hmm. where it's like oh, you have that's wrong you have your specific channels right and in the early days <clears throat> of youtube it's like well now how do we make money off of this mm-hmm. and then you grow your audience and now you have a platform that's specifically yours that you can like gain revenue from well it's like the only person you're counting on to um to grow in the crypto art space is Besides yourself, mm-hmm. is the website to stay yeah. afloat? Yeah. Sure, <laughs> that, yeah. much it. like YouTube, right? Yeah, where it's like, yeah, that's <laughs> it's just up to you. Kind of had to invest in that website, right? Yeah, yeah. So interesting, but that's yeah. partly why I've started producing a whole bunch of renders over the last month or so. <laughs> it's just like I had this new computer at home, and I want to start making a lot more stuff. So, like in my free time, that's pretty much all I've been doing is just trying to get better at Cinema 4D and just like post more stuff. They've look, been looking awesome. That uh. Thank you. The like me- metallic cubes in the red was super sweet. It was gorgeous. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Clint though is like every single Saturday you do a whole live stream where you just make something. Wow, you get really into. It. You've developed a really dedicated. cool community. So much work. <laughs> so much work. <laughs> I think the, I mean, I think the coolest thing that has come out of that whole year is the fact that you made that one giant render oh, where all those artists dude. submitted like some of the coolest artwork I've ever seen. Oh, that was so cool. I am dying to do another one. Do it. I'm I want to do it. Dying. If you do another one, participate. I'll participate. You guys promise? Yeah, absolutely. You promise? Yeah. Yes. We're gonna get that pinky in here, dude. You saw it. <laughs> you saw it, and you're gonna learn C4D. <laughs> I'll, I'll learn C4D. Right now. Okay, I'll okay. Do it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really want to do another one. I'm super excited. <clears throat> and your first video popped off. Have mm-hmm. you seen its view count? The first. Which one? First video. The 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 one the with the dude walking away from camera. 
The, oh, the, the uh, one mm-hmm. we're talking about, yeah. where oh, everyone the like, montage, yeah, yeah, the montage, four million, one, almost one. Wow. Yeah, yeah, wow. that's amazing. It freaking yes, yeah, <clears throat> I'm so yeah. I couldn't be more excited about it. Like, it's the best. There are a lot it. of people who who Thanks, man. like are very very talented artists who are like far better artists than I am in terms of like like technical skill sets, creative eye, taste, all that stuff, and it's like. I know I get, I get a little bit of imposter syndrome sometimes. I'm like, man, they're already so good. What chance do I have? I don't. Should I even try? Oh no, man. Yeah, no, you yeah. gotta go. Everyone's on their own journey. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But it's like, what's cool is that you got all these amazing artists who are like, Clint, you're the man. I'm gonna make something for you. Oh, it's crazy, dude. Like, it's like I got a Discord and everyone's on the Discord and they're. Oh, and I gotta get on that Discord, by the way. Everyone's mm-hmm. just like, Give, send me an invite. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's on every video that I have. You oh, well then, okay, the that makes link. it easy then. <laughs> um, but basically, yeah, everyone's on there and like we do a weekly challenge every week. This week is Star Wars, so okay. it's like render your Sweet. sickest Star Wars render, and That's I rad. pick five winners and I like review them at the end of every live stream. And then, like, I mean, you know, you were on one of them. Oh yeah, I want to get you on fun. one. I I want to get on one. Yeah. I do. I people want to make it happen. Where's Ren? Awesome. But um, yeah, it's very exciting, very very exciting maybe, stuff. Maybe maybe this Saturday, maybe this Saturday. Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe. I don't know what we're doing. We got to make it official and like put out a blast. So it's you a can. good time. It's like official, you know what I mean? We'll talk. We'll figure it I out. I think we'll I could probably do that. Yeah, we will wrap it up. We'll wrap it up. Um, well, boys. <laughs> before yeah. we do though, Peter, what's the epiphany? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Give dude, us an epiphany. Fuck. That's right. You were you weren't thinking the whole time about what your epiphany was. Wow, I. This is kind of crazy. But. <laughs> I had this thought. I don't know if any of you guys have heard this before, but like, but was... his legs. What? What? <laughs> Son, what are you? But that, his legs. That's how you end the. <laughs> and <laughs> sorry, I saw, I saw that joke from Hank Green. Continue. Okay, um, <laughs> I was holding a five dollar bill in my hand, mm. and I, I I looked at this five dollar bill, and then I looked over at my roommate, my friend Riley, and I was like, man. Friendship is more important than money. Wow. Oh. Yeah. And then, so do you tore Until up the Until he doesn't pay you rent for a few too you many times. the money. I tore it up. Instead of pocketing it in the trash. Have you been tested, though? Have Have you been put to the test, put that realization to the test? You'll need to test me. Yeah. Are you, are you negative? Right. <laughs> um, He's negative so. for money, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> He's negative for five dollars. Wait, so I've I don't understand the context of this five dollar bill. Is this a bill that he gave you? No, Were you about is, to give it's him? Just epiphany, I, just it's just an epiphany, dude. Oh, I see. I see. You're just Congratulations, saying in general. Peter. No, but, I, I'm just being facetious. I don't have an epiphany. No, I you know, see. Sorry, I, I started was, digging no, into that way too hard. No, I did have an. Peter, I think this is a great. That's a great lesson for us to take away from this podcast. Thank you. That um, friends are more more important than uh, keeping a five dollar bill mm-hmm. that you could have otherwise spent on like a matcha or something. Yeah, I could have even bought him a matcha. Yeah, you could have bought him a matcha. But... Actually, that would have been a better friend move. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure that friend would have appreciated a matcha. That's Instead true. Yeah. Just like, you're I'm actually kind of this five dollar. <laughs> I think you're a bad friend for not doing that. Yeah. You got to rethink your uh, epiphanies. Anyway, uh, that was our podcast. Harry yeah. Potter comes oh, yeah, out Harry on Potter Sunday. I'm so what day of the, what day of the month is Sunday? <laughs> what? So, uh, the, the 21st. Yeah, 21st. February 21st, 2021. Harry Potter Rated R is releasing. The day after we release Harry Potter VFX Artists React coming out February 20th. It's a big weekend. 
And if you haven't noticed, we've been trying really hard to make big action-packed weekends with tight end VFX, Artist React, and crew videos. And when does this podcast drop, Ren? Uh, that Thursday, Thursday. so the 19th, so 18th. check this podcast out on Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if it's Thursday right now, you're checking this podcast out. Yeah, guys, I'm looking forward to seeing, I'm look, I'm hoping you guys are looking forward to seeing this podcast here, so. It's so obvious we don't have Jake here. <laughs> I know, right? Like, how do we end this podcast? You gotta start playing music. Yeah. Oh, I can't do it. Can you play? Sort of. Okay. Dude, we're just gonna Point. get cut off. No, we're, Christian's yeah, just gonna Christian, cut us off. Christian's already cut us off. That's up to him. Not yet. Peter, we're still plate, going. Please. We're still going, ladies and no, gentlemen. I'll get you a little gym. I can't uh, focus I on the I rolled my tractor down to okay, the okay. field Rent's and then I had some girl problems again. <laughs> girl problems. Lyrics. Come on, Ryan. <laughs> you got it. No, I just learned no. <laughs> Lyrics. Hi. That was our podcast. We're done with it now. I can't like improv Thanks for watching, like everyone. <laughs> Have a good weekend, and I appreciate all of you. Love y'all.